This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words the Name Your Price tool to tell you that our humpback whale pub gives you options based on your budget or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive Northern Bobcat. The name your price to <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning, I'm Shalini Umachandran and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. India confirmed 78,761 new COVID-19 cases on Sunday. It's the world's highest single-day spike in cases since the pandemic began. The U.S. had recorded the previous highest number for a single day at 77,638 in July. India has the world's fastest-growing caseload, though the recovery rate is quite high. It's at 76.5% right now. Fatalities, however, continue to rise and are at about 1,000 a day. Though India's total COVID-19 deaths of 63,498 are far lower than the U.S. and Brazil, the toll is inching toward being the world's third highest. China has imposed new restrictions on export of AI technologies. This indicates it might try to block ByteDance from selling TikTok's U.S. operations. Technologies such as speech and text recognition and data analytics for personalized content recommendations were added to a list of export control products on the Chinese Commerce Ministry website. Government permits will be required for overseas transfers to safeguard national economic security, the site says. It can take up to 30 days to get approval to export the technology. TikTok's secret weapon is its recommendation algorithm that analyzes behavior, pushes videos and keeps users glued to screens. Without this tech, the app would be worth far less. Microsoft and Oracle have submitted bids for TikTok's North America operations, while Centricus and Triller made a last-minute pitch on Friday. In India, where TikTok has only a sales and marketing team and not a tech one, Reliance is said to be making a pitch. The army of COVID-19 deniers seems to be gaining strength. Following months of demonstrations in the US by those protesting against restrictions and mandatory mask wearing, Europe and the UK are now seeing anti-corona rallies. These protesters say the rules to prevent the spread of COVID-19 actually violate their fundamental freedoms. Over the weekend, thousands of COVID-19 deniers gathered in Berlin, London, Paris, Vienna and Zurich. They demanded the end of what they call COVID hoax measures. And they called the disease a conspiracy and the restrictions a form of new fascism. 
Police in Berlin arrested 300 demonstrators as over 38,000 people took to the streets to protest against COVID-19 restrictions. Later, hundreds of protesters, many of them from the far right, tried to storm the German parliament. Counter-protests were also held against the main anti-corona march. The luxury industry is under pressure. There's a slump in the equity markets. Regional economies are slowing. The younger generation is very particular about sustainability and ethics of the products they use, and now there's COVID-19. More than 40% of global luxury goods production happens in Italy, and it's the country which grappled with one of the worst outbreaks. Factories were closed, tourism is down. Bain and Company estimates that revenue in the luxury sector will shrink 20 to 35% in 2020. But luxury also rebounds quickly. During the 2009 crisis too, sales fell 25%, but heritage luxury brands held up. This year a number of high-end luxury brands including Ferrari and LVMH have reported a huge drop in Q2 sales. The decline ranges from 38 to 44%, but analysts are still optimistic. China has begun to lead the way towards a recovery in the luxury sector just as it did after the 2009 crisis. Online sales have risen through the pandemic and the web channel could represent 30% of the market by 2025. Buenos Aires has passed a law allowing relatives to be at the bedside of patients dying of COVID-19. The move by the Argentinian capital is seen as a breakthrough in the care of dying coronavirus patients. Buenos Aires has had a majority of Argentina's 8000 plus deaths from the disease. The new law allows one family member between the ages of 18 and 60 to keep vigil with the dying patient. The exceptions are of course pregnant women and people with underlying medical conditions. Around the world, hospitals have prohibited families from visiting terminally ill COVID-19 patients because of the risk of contagion. Rules for funerals are also very strict. In India too, the final days of most COVID-19 patients are lonely. Healthcare workers stand in for family and final rites are restricted. Several Indian states have started introducing rules to allow the families of the deceased to see the body, though touching is still not allowed. Tennis world number 1 Novak Djokovic has resigned as the president of the ATP Player Council. He's formed his own players union to address issues like revenue sharing, player pensions, travel and insurance. Women are not being included. It's an all boys tennis union. Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer have not joined and have called for unity in the tennis world. The US Open begins today actually amidst all this tension and these divisions. Andy Murray has also said he's not in favor of the Breakaway Professional Tennis Players Association. Djokovic first raised the idea of a players union at the 2018 Australian Open. Since then he's been demanding a greater share of the revenue generated by the Grand Slams. On Saturday after he won the Southern and Western Open final and became the first player to win all Masters titles twice, Djokovic described the new association as a project for many players and many different generations over the last 20 years. About 60 to 70 players have signed up for the association and they had a meeting on Saturday. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Umachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at @shaliniembi or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. 
This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.